The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, listen. No, I thought there was a major problem, but it was a minor problem and I solved it. Mm. I am looking good. I love looking at waveforms as they form. Is that weird? Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> yes, with, us, French. <laughs> with us today on One Upsmanship is Ryan Pequin, who snipes from afar and makes you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> Say hey to the people, Ryan. Hey to the people. All right, <laughs> great. I didn't know you'd be so Stephen Wrightish uh, when we asked you to guess. <laughs> God, I'd love that. But based on three-word phrase, I yeah. I should have expected it because you're a wry guy. <laughs> It's Rye, but... Rye Guy. That's my nickname. I don't know if that's... Is that the tone you'd use to describe that? I think Fry Guy would sue you for copyrighting. Certainly. <laughs> um, so not, not out in fucking public, you wouldn't. Well, I'll say right out of the gate, uh, there's a few... I mean, there's a few ties for first, because I freaking love webcomics. Chris Onstad is a real hero of mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, three-word phrases right up there, man. And I know you probably, because I've experienced this, despite finding a fan base who appreciate your work, you probably feel like you're just a guy. Like, you're just yourself, right? Uh, no, absolutely not. Oh, great, you know you're special. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. three-word phase is absolutely special. It's an amazing webcomic. Everyone check it out if you know us and don't know mm. it. Thank you. Uh, and we just found out, can you recap what you're telling us about storyboarding? Because I sort of downplayed inadvertently what a storyboarder is for our audience. Oh, my can goodness. Can you guys see each other? Not at all. No. Okay. Is that I'm necessary? Uh, it's That's strange. Nice. Yeah. It's nice that you're peeking over the laptop now. Is it necessary? No. <laughs> well, since, since we got the claret, which is roughly eight inches high, yeah. things have changed. Yeah. Uh, right. It uh, looks like he's like Mr. Oz, but like the Wizard of Oz back there. I can or see like just Wilson. Your eyes. From, that was his name, right? Yep. Wilson? Yeah. Yep. You're, you're my Wilson now. Okay, so, so my laptop mm. top for the audience at home is now the fence between Tool Time Taylor. That was his name, right? Did he always wear that floppy sailor hat? Did he stick with that the whole run? Wilson or Tim? Wilson. 
I think well, so. I, I don't think so, Adam. Like this, <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. Sorry. Wow, <laughs> wow. All I remember is that in the final episode they played Green Day's "Good Riddance." Wilson showed his face to the audience, and I literally cried. Did you really? Wait, I cried. He probably had me. a Ganondorf face. He's yeah. probably a monster. Yes, good rid. I see a look of confusion on your face, Ryan. Good riddance was also used in the Seinfeld. Yeah, that's where I was going. Special. Okay, yeah. interesting. Used in every high school graduation <laughs> for five years. <laughs> wow, that's. I expected more from Seinfeld at least, but I guess not. I just also want to point out your laptop top says Predator on it. So it really does. every time I look over at you, now? my anxiety is peaking. <laughs> I don't but. know. I don't know if this is a show yet. Um, yeah, Small Beans fans might like to know. I guess for the sake of <laughs> launching Small Beans. <laughs> I had to return my cracked computer, of course, because we all got laid off. Yes. I don't know if I'm speaking out of school. I know I am, but I don't think anything will come of it. Cody kept his. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I knew it. I saw, I saw the tattling in your eyes. Cody Johnston it. kept his cracked sure did. laptop, valued it upwards of $3,800, and just didn't mention it. You know what Cody is? Street and it's smart. Fine. He's, He's street, street smart. smart. Cody he sees things we don't see. Well, we all saw that Cracked was being taken over by a shit operation and we were all going to be fired. Mm. Cody's the only one who thought, that means I could keep stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes. So wise man. I bought a cheaper uh, laptop that's marketed at uh, online gamers. But because of that, it's good for video editing. It has the right card and all the RAM. So whenever I start it up, it basically makes the Transformers noise, like the Decepticon noise. It really noise. does. Yeah. It screams at you. Yeah. There's no way to turn it off. And red lights light up, and it goes, Predator! <laughs> what, what, what age is that laptop for, ideally, in your mind? Probably a 17 to 19-year-old, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think maybe a little younger. Edits a mean video. 15 to 17. Yeah. I, yeah. Really? Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is a laptop yeah. for somebody who just found out about Doom. Because the things like, I'm like, masturbating mm. to on it are <laughs> yeah. from much more seasoned porn watchers. I'm sure. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure. It's also Predator themed. I'm sure. All, <laughs> I'm, all your oh, masturbation no. Hey, where are we going with this? All right. That's too far. <laughs> We're going where you started, buddy. <laughs> all right. You might not realize it, but this is one-upsmanship. We've been excited to have Ryan for a long time, so we're silly, I guess. Yeah. But we should get into format. Today we are covering, in case you didn't read the title, Ryan, you want to do the honors? Uh, we're doing Horizon Zero Dawn. That's the one. Mm. Yeah. And it's going to be great. Let's I pass so. our, our first checkpoint. If that sincerity didn't do it for you, I don't know what will. And enter uh, the speed run, which is basically where we quickly explain what the game is to someone who is dumb and has never played it. Yeah. Whatever that means to you. We usually invite the guests to do it unless they're too chicken shit. And right? I can do it. Also, Great. make sure you make them feel how dumb they are for not knowing what this game well, is. <laughs> some people, I notice, tackle the plot. Some yeah. people yeah, tackle yeah. the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. And either is fine. It's whatever it means to you. It, yeah, it's a Rorschach, if you will. Yeah. You tell us, but it tells you, too. You know, and then it tells you your story a dog's does. brain in twain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the clock has begun. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll point out before I even talk about the game, like, I, I'd never played this game until you asked me if I'd ever played it. So I said, I'll play it. Love I played that. it as fast as possible. <laughs> so I played it like it was my job for about a week. <laughs> I played just through the main game. And now I will attempt uh, to my best to remember. Okay, so you start as your little girl. And you're like in this tribal community and you're being raised by a uh, father figure. Uh, 
You're part of a tribe that doesn't like you. Plot. He went with the plot. Oh, should I not have? No, no, don't, don't no, question no. yourself. This game is believe, so plot heavy. Believe. I feel like that's like what the yeah, whole believe. thing is. Yeah. Believe okay. in it. Okay. So the tribe doesn't like you. You don't know why the tribe doesn't like you. You. It's because you're special, but you don't mm. know why you're special yet. Mm. Uh, you're. You have. You're a teenager, so you're angsty and you want to prove yourself to the tribe. Uh, and they have this this uh, like a, a competition where you can prove yourself. You do that really, really early in the game, which I thought was surprising. I thought you'd have to do that way later. But you, you prove yourself, and it's great. And then a bunch of people die. And then you... F- okay, also, <laughs> the, the world that you live in, all the animals, not all of them, actually, lots of the animals are robots. Yeah. And you don't know yeah, why yeah. that is. Yeah. That's I a big point that I probably should have already brought up earlier. Yeah. And, and you kill a lot of these robot animals. You sure That's do. That's like the whole point of the game. Pretty much. So... You prove yourself, a bunch of people die. You don't know why yet. Uh, People get blown up and your father figure gets uh, murdered horribly and you're sad about that. And then uh, another robot shows up and it's like tainted and it's an evil robot. Oh no. And that's terrible. So you're (laughs) scared of that. This is so good. Uh, (laughs) I love what you're doing. For some reason, which I can't exactly recall, your tribe decides to let you go out and figure out what's going on with the rest of the world. And you're like, cool, I'm going to do that. So you go out and do that. Oh, my God. And so that's like the talky portion of the game, and then it becomes less talky after that, and I'm trying Mm. to remember. So from there, you find out that the Earth has been... (laughs) destroyed completely in mm-hmm. the past uh i'm going i'm jumping literally right to the end of the game because i don't I remember think, any of the middle of it that makes sense well yeah, that's makes sense. true wait 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 let him finish yeah, oh, yeah that makes yeah, sense yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah let me finish <laughs> <laughs> can i finish um so jumping to the end you find out that the earth uh was destroyed by um this a man created uh war robots the war robots took over the planet and killed everything on the entire planet literally all of life not even just human life, all life. And then you had to build, uh, they got a group of scientists, they kidnapped a group of scientists who they later murder, uh, and those scientists create a whole new planet by creating (laughs) Gaia, who's a robot mother, who terraforms the Earth, recreates it, robot animals appear, and then humans appear, although I can't remember how humans come back. Uh, And then with Gaia was an evil robot named... Hades, whose job You're was high right now. Who's, who, I am a this little bit because so this is terrifying, it's and it's so good. there's so much story. You're Hades it. tries to kill everything on the planet, and you have to kill Hades, who is an evil AI, as well as kill evil another evil tribe who's trying to control Hades. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think. And so. then you do. And then everything is fine. That's right, or we're all wrong what? the same. Stop the clock. What an excellent speed run. Amazing. Let me, let me tell you what I liked about it. I liked the commitment, and I, it's really <laughs> unfair to our listeners that they didn't get to see it. Because I saw it with my eyes, and like the passion and like the moments of realization, the fist clenching as yeah. the details came out. Then Hades It was, it, it was <laughs> quite wonderful. Uh, really enjoyed that immensely. Can There's I add a so couple quick game. things? I know, it's a lot of Go game. ahead, go ahead. Um, it's a third-person action game. It's, uh, it's not really a platformer. It's more in the zone of like Grand Theft Auto in the sense that it's open world. Yeah. And that you I'd are... i compare it even more to Far Cry. Yeah. Yes, except for it's third person. But yes, sure. absolutely. Um, I guess it's, Assassin's Creed. It's primarily... The Division. 
That's the good reference. Yeah, <laughs> it's primarily uh, a shooter in the sense that you use bows and arrows mm-hmm. and traps and stuff. Grenades, um, traps. Yeah, you don't... And there's some inventory management. It's mildly RPG-ish, yep. but not too much. There's some Witcher, some Far Cry. A little bit. Some RPG. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, and it came out last year in March, almost a, like maybe a week before Breath of the Wild came out, which we all remember because we all forgot this game because of it. Uh, uh, who's it made by? I remember that being important. It's a PlayStation exclusive, and it's made by Guerrilla Games. Who made... Sorry to put you on the spot. I will have to look that up. I will have to look that up. They made like a war game before, I think. And they made they a never made a game anything like this. Killzone? Yeah, okay. Killzone. I was like, people are yelling at yeah. us right now. Killzone is... I mean, this is one of the studios that I believe Sony keeps around for exclusive games. Because like every okay. publisher has a couple of studios that are like, you make games just for us. Did you guys play Killzone? No. Yeah, I played Shadowfall. Very right. rote. It's okay, yeah. So I do think this is the most important game they've made thus far, so I'm is this, glad uh, we're talking about it. I want to hear your rant about that. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. I've lost track of that's the okay. rails. That's okay. Well, yeah, I... Uh, you want to pass that checkpoint? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll take the first rant, since I think my you brain is warmed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I was going to say, which fits equally well into the player one rant... Yeah. Is that I thoroughly enjoyed this game despite its flaws. I think it's visually beautiful. I like any game set in like a nature setting, which is a saving grace for me for Far Cry, which I wouldn't care about otherwise. But I'm like, the trees sure are nice. <laughs> um, it reminded me of a much better executed version of Far Cry Primal, which was sort of a caveman simulator. Because, uh, and I, I'm also enamored of. Long-time listeners will know, I care more about world than gameplay. I think that's becoming... That wasn't clear to me until we did this show, so I'm learning yeah. about myself. Huh. But yeah. I think it is true, and I kind of hate it. Like, I'm ashamed of it. I want to be a gameplay purist. But story can really gloss over a lot of problems for me. And in this game, the idea that, oh, it's, it's the fusion of sci-fi future and caveman past. I've read a few novels in that genre, but it's a very unrepresented subgenre of sci-fi, mm-hmm. and I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. The idea of the post-human... Like, yes, there's the apocalypse. Only 8,000 humans live. All of society is erased. Nature regrows. Now society rebuilds. So your dungeon is like Grand Central Station and shit. I love that shit. So I was very into it. I do think it invented at least one new gameplay mechanic with the idea that all the monsters you fight have weaknesses related to different parts of their body. It's hard to explain um, where bits fall off of them that you can use for crafting. I don't think I've ever played a game where the drops and crafting loop was so specific. It's very specific. And besides story, that's the only real thing. Innovation-wise, I think this game has. Mm -hmm. Um, But I uh, love Ryan's facial expressions, by the way, as he comes up with expressions. Or like he comes up with uh, reactions, but is too polite to interrupt. <laughs> Unlike myself. Unlike me. Yeah, but I'll, I'll wrap it up here. I liked it. I feel very much like I feel about the new Spider-Man game, which is it's a very promising first entry. Uh, the yellow climbing thing is, is stupid. Um, I agree with that. And I'm excited for the promise of this franchise. I think it could be an important franchise. Hmm. And Lieutenant Daniels is in it. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> I I feel like you made an interesting point talking about like you love player oh, two rant begin. Am I allowed to jump in? <laughs> yeah, it's your rant talking? now. Now it's your rant. It's okay, your rant now, okay, great. So like you were talking about you love world and not gameplay as much, and I really love gameplay. 
and I love world. And I feel like this game sits sort of uncomfortably in the middle of those two things where the hmm. gameplay's not quite like sharp enough that you're you're just gonna get lost in that. Like I was talking to you about Dark Souls. Which is like, the world building in Dark Souls is amazing, but the gameplay is why I love that game. Like I was saying, uh, when I first started playing Horizon Zero Dawn, I cranked up the difficulty because I thought it would make it more puzzle-like. Like Like I would have to think my way through the game more than I ended up having to think Mm -hmm. through it. And you don't really end up doing that. You end up just, I ended up just brute forcing my way through the whole game. Like just shooting arrows, one kind of arrow at every enemy aiming at their weak spots, which I never really realized is kind of the only innovation of the game. And that was, like, when I had seen other people play the game, I thought it would be more about setting up traps, setting up situations where you would be able to defeat the enemies and, like, being using your brain a bit more. Mm -hmm. And then but when I realized that it was less that and more just, like, more traditional, I wanted more just world. I wished... Okay, the game starts... When you start... The, the robots have already been corrupted for a while. So they're, Some they're them, yes. yeah, they're aggressive and they attack you and they're like bad. And then I was thinking, the world where I like, yeah, there's monsters around. That's yeah. A thing. yeah. But <laughs> as I was playing it, the later I was playing it, I was like, I think you should start in a world where the robots are just animals and you, you just walk around and you get to appreciate the universe, the, this new earth full of robots mm-hmm. without it being. Because you start and you're already killing everything. Like, the first thing you do is kill a robot. I'm pretty sure you blow something up. And no, that's not true. But you do it really early in the game. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, (laughs) I just wanted to appreciate that planet because it's such an interesting concept. You have this whole new version of Earth that I haven't seen in anything else before. And it was like, I wish I didn't want to, didn't have to kill it right from the start. I wanted to just like watch hmm. the animals roam around and do their thing. Yeah, the core sci-fi concept is dope, and that's another thing I yeah. want to get to. I actually love Gaia plot. It's hmm. cool. Hmm. But it's not my time. Hmm. <laughs> Player three <clears throat> has a ran on the tip th- of their lips. <laughs> I think you, <laughs> the tip of my lips, uh, I think you guys made a lot of great points. I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I This game would have been the best game of any other year than the year it came out. I think like I, I think it was a really strong game. I, I don't think it's a very robust game. I think it's fundamentally pretty limited. Define robust. By robust, I mean you have kind of one kind of experience for the most okay, part. Okay, yeah, yeah. You have like a, like mild puzzle stuff on the level of Uncharted. Ryan made me realize there's no real stealth component and not there could be really. Yeah. And the traps are not great for creating new kinds of experiences. And I believe that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 will be a really interesting game if they go further in that direction and just like the amount of bow and arrow we have, great. You did great. (laughs) Now add some other things so that they also matter. We'll make them effective. Because yeah, they, they make, seemed ineffective when I played through. Like compared the, tra- the to traps, the compared to just shooting everything, yeah. it was like it didn't matter. Yeah. Especially on the harder. Agreed. E- expand what else can be done to slay robot tyrannosaurs and you know robot gazelles and such. That's one thing. Hmm. Um, I think that, that. I'm I think back at you. <laughs> I see you remembering <laughs> it, and I have a fucking arrow ready for your yep. brain. Uh, I think that the tribes in this are dumb. I think all the tribes are dumb. Um, I think that 
they're they're basically indecipherable from each other. They're like you can't distinguish them really. Like they have names. I don't remember what they're centered around. You don't even remember the if names they have of a them. Theme or anything. They do. They do though. The, I do remember the, the names. One you come don't from. ask me to prove that. <laughs> I say <laughs> exactly. So wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna finish my rant and then you can. Yeah, start. yeah, yeah. So I don't think they matter enough. I don't think they matter enough, especially if you contrast them with a game like Fallout, where groups of people have very distinct differences and a tone and a mission statement. None of that carries in this game. And that's a problem. Um, except for, the, I think, the king and his people group are distinct from the Nora, but mildly so. Um, Nora, I, that's one. I remember that <laughs> because I have to. Because uh, sure. I'm here with this mic. Uh, so I also think that this story is really good, and it's a great... Um, this is a great sort of onion to peel back and, and, and a narrative to enjoy for that reason. I don't know why I want a second game narratively. I have no idea why I want that. Like, I think Aloy's cool. I like her story. I like her character. But I also feel like we did it. Trug. Hooray. And this it's isn't, so done. This, yeah. isn't, this is not Mario Brothers where it's like, I will play that infinitely Cyclically. because it's so fun. Yeah. This is a game that, that bet it all on what a cool concept and narrative we have and did all this work to make a video game world plotted. Everything from this is why there's three kinds of sticks you can pick up to this is why everything's boars or turkeys or fish. There's reasons for all of that it's shit, It's right? amazingly well explained. That's how, why it feels like a dense sci-fi story. Because when you get into Gaia's innards, they're like, oh, why are there these right. kinds of animals? This reason. Like, they right. really Exa- bend they over did. backwards. And, yeah. uh, but here's, here's, they did a great job. Here's my contention. Uh-huh. It might be over Like, what else is there to know? That might be yeah. it. We might have just had the experience. I know there will be a second game. Right. And I will, set it up I will buy end. it. Yeah. I don't think right. Hades it. is not defeated, so right. there will be a second Doesn't game. matter. Lieutenant Which is Daniels betrayed us. I'm going to finish my rant. Frustrating. You, you maniacs who keep... Uh, <laughs> I don't think we need a second game. I think this is a complete experience, um, and I think it was a very good experience. And that's it. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Game on! Yeah. I got to throw out first before I forget because my mind is slippery. Um... I just feel like you really bagged on God of War 4 with the uh, you know, press X to make him do a crazy cinematic where he does a cool action hero move. But isn't that kind of what you're saying Horizon Zero Dawn should add? I don't remember her bagging on it you for add? that problem. I don't know. I think that there's I just think there's more to be done creatively with this game. For instance, and I'm not saying it should go this way, but the exact comparison to it that I think is where it could go mm-hmm. is Red Dead Redemption. Or Grand Theft Auto. That's an open world where there's all kinds of shit you can do in it. That's where ideally Horizon Zero Dawn could be in two and three. By the way, Ryan Game On is interrupt at will for the rest of the oh, hour. Oh, great. Yeah, so great. Go, so great. Don't, don't okay. hold back. Cool. It's an open conversation. <laughs> I believe that this game in its ideal form is not just a hunting game. Like, I believe it's also, you know, and it's not trying to be. Like, it's towns, and it's, like, helping with this world mm-hmm. and exploring it and what else is in there. And I don't think it was populated enough mm. to do more than hunt or set traps or, you know, kidnap a fucking bull and ride it. Right. I didn't you know? I didn't feel particularly invested in any of the side stories. It, it just felt mm-hmm. like an excuse to or a reason to kill ten of a certain kind of robot. Exactly. Although, Although, yeah, the main Red story Dead Redemption of feels like story. that too a lot of the time. Like, I mean, seven, what does? seven years Red earlier, Dead Redemption does too. Yeah, much earlier. That's a good point. Yeah, and also Red Dead Redemption benefits from something that Horizon Zero Dawn doesn't, which is that when I play Red Dead Redemption, I'm imagining it was kind of like this back mm-hmm. then, and that's fun. It was. So that every, you can imagine. I know, <laughs> but like, it's fun to go see a thing that I already have an emotional given value for. Horizon Zero Dawn is starting from how much do I like the idea that robot dinosaurs are the future past? You know what I mean? Like, and like what's it's starting from that. You have to be willing to accept that with no explanation, which is a pretty weak sci-fi premise, for about 15 hours. <laughs> a while, yeah. Then they yeah. explain it, and you're like, actually, this is a strong sci-fi premise. But I bet there were people who were like, this is stupid. I would Robot also s- dinosaurs? This is dumb. They also <laughs> explain it in a kind of tedious way. Like, I, Well, yeah. okay, I was playing it like a job to get through it so I would know what happened. But at the same yeah. time... Picking up all the all the little scraps and reading through all like because you're doing that for so much of it in games it takes forever yeah. and it's not very engaging and Agreed. even like when you're listening to the audio bits which is like a little less you know Tedious. aggravating but it's still like every audio thing is like a minute long and yeah. explaining some tiny piece of the world, but it all feels like vital to knowing what's going on as well. It's not so as we can't well, really skip it. I think you're right. It's not as well written as the exact equivalent in Bioshock where every line so in it nasty. is so densely tone specific and you actually do get 
emotional connection to it. Right. This is just like, here's a fucking mammoth wall of bullshit to get the one sentence where it's like, this was a military operation. Okay, cool. Yeah. I got it. Thank right. Then they took you know? us against our will and it wasn't publicized. Okay, plot okay, point great. received. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like, like, I think the, the thing I love so much about like the new God of War game was how much of the story is just expressed through playing through the game yeah. and like the cutscene will be you know it explains stuff that yeah. you need to know and then you move on to the next section i was in love with the myths from the yeah uh, severed head i love that yeah I that was great yeah. but and you don't have to stop to do that you're not right. in a different menu doing something you know it's just happening yeah mm-hmm. it's perfect i do think we've ryan's hit on like a key point that it's taken us a while to get to, but I wouldn't mind if it derailed the whole hour. That's fine with me. <laughs> sure. Uh, especially because as a habitual hard player, I have to like bow down. I'm a habitual normal <laughs> player. So Same. audience should weight their respect for opinions appropriately. Uh, what do you guys think about the fundamental conflict between the idea that video games don't want to be movies because they want to be interactive. They don't want to just be cutscenes. That feels cheap in a way. What the fuck else is there to do? Has someone not thought of the perfect thing yet to advance story other than you find an object, whatever it is, and when you interact with it, audio, text, or video plays out? Like, is there any way for video games to transcend the idea of getting narrative? Is it Half-Life and things like God of War 4? Is that it? Just dialogue in media res or what? I feel like, well, I mean, this is... Mm, it's not it's not a super narrative like uh driven game but like the dark souls universe i love because when you play through those games it gives you nothing except the stuff that you take in yourself yes you're given so little exposition and so little like outside information just like forced at you yeah but those games, that, like you could play through, like when I played through Dark Souls 3, that was my first Dark Souls game, I ended that game having no idea what had happened, what the characters were, who, who like, but if you play it again or if you just pay attention when you're playing through, the lore of those games is actually super deep. It's super rich. You said that about Super Metroid is kind of that. I think Super Metroid is a precursor to, like the Dark Souls and Bloodborne are games where their narrative is obtuse enough that it's like, you don't have to know anything. Yeah. Just if you enjoy this loop, have fun for the next 40 hours. But there is stuff But there. if you want it, you can figure out what kinds of, blo- what kinds of blood are different fucking and things why. or whatever. You yeah. know? Um, mm-hmm. uh, our audience just rags on me constantly because I've never played any Dark Souls. They seem too hard for me. I don't, I'm they're, not, I'm they're not for everybody. They're like, not that hard like, though. Like, I, th- I think they're kind of challenging. Our most but, common comment I think is, Swain, you haven't played Dark Souls? What the fuck is wrong with you? I, yeah, it's, like it's become a real meme on the, on the Discord. Yeah, I, I don't know the 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 conversation around Dark Souls games being hard is weird to me because it's like they are challenging, but they're challenging to me in the same way that any puzzle game is challenging. Where it's like it, it's about repetition more than it is about being good at video games, which I find it yeah. to be a dumb. Really, because Bloodborne anyway. felt very reflex based. It is, but it's reflex based after you've because dying is such a minimal. Thing, <laughs> yeah. You go in and you do it again and again and again until your reflexes are just because you know what's coming. It's it, rhythmic. It's, it's rhythmic, exactly. It's it's not really like I have really fast twitch reflexes, so I'm good at this game like an FPS or something like right. that. It's like it doesn't feel like that to me. I'm terrible at FPS. It's like games. the guy with the hat them. does this attack. Exactly, so I do this. and it takes yeah. about this long for that move to come <laughs> yeah. in. And if I go to the right, I'll, I'll die. If I go to the left, I don't. A lot like, of video games are basically creating that kind of experience for quote-unquote end game 
or advanced users, right? So, like, I know I always bring it up. I don't care. Destiny 2. I always bring up Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, in a, in a derogatory way, which is like, Not why? always. Half and half. Most of the time, he does. Don't give him uh, Breath of the Wild. Coquettish him, eyes. I'm giving him coquettish eyes. He's earned them. Uh <laughs> With his wonderful attitude. Uh, Okay, so... Ryan, he has never looked at me like that (laughs) in all the years I've known him. I'm jealous. Uh, Destiny 2 creates, in the raid experience, right, which is, I think, one of the great endgame experiences in video games right now, basically, you have to learn how each piece of it plays and die a bunch of times. no help. Uh, Yeah, that's (laughs) right. That's, that's, That's the experience that a lot of hardcore gamers, and I'm putting that in quotes, want. They want to have to learn the rhythms of it until they get it perfect, and then the game says, congratulations, you get to move forward now. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. and that's it. I mean that's that's yeah. what a lot of gamers want. Yeah. I don't like that. Although I do like it in Destiny. You love Destiny. That's the only and game raids I like it especially. in. Wow. It's the only game I like it in. Raids are like I, I can't even They're imagine doing a raid over Dark Souls is like kids play versus a raid or I can't imagine doing a D two raid. With no internet help and no one who knows. Imagine just getting six guys. I also would not do and that. And try to figure it out from scratch. I've tried. But I've tried for that. us all to be able to do it, someone did that. But and that's, that's crazy. Yeah. And I think, right, <laughs> I think Bungie, see, and this ties back to your original question. Bungie is one of the only companies that cares about, I'm going to make something specific for the elite of gaming. Like, I'm going to make something just for them. Right, it's that's not what, the whole game. There's overlap. No, no, yeah, most yeah, yeah. of the game is for everybody. Yeah, you know, uh, which is a problem, I would say. Really? Because <laughs> oh, I don't do I, the I, raids. The only part I like is everything but the yeah, raids. I've, I've never even tried to raid. I'm saying yeah. that Destiny is for everybody <laughs> is a problem because it means the game that makes it, like the part makes it fun is a little watered down. That's that's a different okay. issue. The end game stuff and like the higher difficulty stuff, the, and this goes all the way back to Halo One is for, like, here's the 1% of gamers. This game's for you. Yeah. Like, Halo, for instance, when you, brought, when you ratcheted up the difficulty, it was a different experience running through than, the, than when you do on normal. Yeah. You have to, it's a cover shooter, and it wasn't before. Um, the AI gets smarter. You have less ammo. Like, it's a lot more strategic. And it's kind of the gold standard for changing how difficulty makes the game play. You know, not the only right. one, but it's one of the gold standards. For Minesweeper, it. my friend. <laughs> sure, the Minesweeper. Minesweeper is another good. Great difficulty. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sucker. Yeah, my frustration with Horizon Zero Dawn was that ratcheting up the difficulty didn't make it a trickier game. Like mm-hmm. it made it. It just made it a more frustrating game because it doesn't. Yes. More dino like, health. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. It just gives them more health, but your and your weapons hurt them less. Like yeah, it, that's it. But but other than that, it's the exact same fight, the same move sets, the same everything. Hiding doesn't really matter that much. Like weirdly, I feel that the the perfect version of this game is just normal. It's or easy even maybe. Like because if you hit the dino, like I feel like the satisfaction of hitting the right shot on a dinosaur and that mm-hmm. dinosaur exploding into bits or whatever. It's wonderful. That's it's real. The, that's the point of the game. That's yeah, what definitely. I wanted from the game. And when you do that and you hit it in the perfect spot and nothing happens, or you set up a good trap and it just walks through it and it gets like a tiny bit of health off. It's like, why did I you bother? Son of a bitch. Like, what is the point of life? Right. Is there <laughs> yeah. like, you know, is there a time to be killed? Is there a time to be born? I dive <laughs> off this cliff, but there's a yellow painted rock below and I would grab it automatically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a, 
Aloy. It's a real darkness. I did find the climbing Aloy. in this game to be fun, though. It reminded the what me now? The, the climbing in oh, this yeah. game. I hated the climbing. Not in this game. not when you're on the yellow bits. The rest of it, because it turns out this game is very forgiving. When you if you just jump, like you can um, what's the game? Like you can Skyrim it like a horse. Like you can yeah. jump up. You most can. of you can. I, I, I want to come back to this. It's not <laughs> as forgiving as Skyrim or Fallout. No, Nowhere near. Yeah. Fallout. I mean, Fallout and Skyrim are both designed like do whatever you want. You can Horizon hop Zero a few like, pixels at a time up any surface. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn is very much like do the four things we want you to do. Yeah. And like do it in this gorgeous, mostly a, a navigatable, if that's a word. Uh, unnavigable? Unnavigable. Unnavig- Meaning like most of the map mostly exists. you can go where you want, you know, but mostly. kind of this way. But know? there's a lot of mountain peaks that are quote unquote too steep and you just don't go there. You know? I, I, yeah. have a, I have like a, a, a wicked little theory that this game is essentially... <laughs> oh a essentially naughty little, a, a naughty, naughty little, little hypothesis. <laughs> this game is essentially a really good demo. Like yeah. it's and it's I see that. It's <laughs> not really like I know they spent a lot of money on so it. So Spider-Man by the way. I agree. Yeah. I, I've played I, enough of it that I agree I with haven't it. Really played Spider-Man yet, demo. but it looks Can't like Can't wait that. for the franchise to continue, yes. but this is just promise. I think Sony yeah. understands <laughs> proof of concept. Yeah, and I think like everything else, nobody wants to spend the amount of money it takes to make a great experience. Until they know you're gonna buy it. Yeah. So like, you know who can do that? Call of Duty and fucking Grand Theft Auto. Those games are always exactly what they fucking advertise. <laughs> a lot of these games, like Horizon Zero Dawn, the first installment is like, isn't this pretty good? <laughs> didn't you get Didn't you get a B plus out of this motherfucker? Won't you buy two? Yeah. That's the real goal. Two's gonna be. Yeah. Like, I will. Two's though. gonna. We're gonna make it so much more. You'll get a second Aloy. You know, like or whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot of triple yeah. A games, and that bears out if you follow behind the scenes like business news on the video game side, uh, especially the ones where they're launching a new franchise that's big budget. They'll talk about how the game's not ready yet, the game's not ready yet, and then suddenly it's out, and they'll be like, but number two's already announced. And basically that's code for... This is all right, we're doing We this. ran out of money three quarters the way through building it, but it's good enough that we think you'll be like, this is cool, I'm ready for number two. Yeah. I don't think there's anything disingenuous about this game in the sense that... No. In the way that I would say... Fortnite might be a little disingenuous because it's still in beta. Oh, they don't give a shit. They're drowning right. in money, dude. This is not a dis- <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing deceptive about this being the first game, but... But it's, it feels like a first it game. It feels like a first game. That's okay. And it, and it feels like a really nice trial. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like it? Great. Because, you know, now we'll make it for and real. And I think Ryan's right that as a trial, the last third becomes almost padding, where you're like, yeah, I've experienced all the experiences. Good job having a story that's interesting enough to make me want to get to the end. But there's no new, I'm not going to, in like Super Metroid, classic for SNES, even, right. beats it on this level. They paced out their things very well, where you're like, I'm three quarters the way through, and yet I got a new item that makes me interact with the rooms in a new way that unlocks new secrets. It's so good at that. Whereas Aloy, the whole last third or maybe even half, the plot is what's driving you forward. Yeah. And, you and do I just want to know what happens next. The loop doesn't change. And I, it doesn't change. Once you get the tripwires, the That's game the end is essentially... You've got all the like. You're not gonna use that fucking slingshot. Don't tell me you're using the slingshot. <laughs> Somebody adds me with a slingshot, bro. I used it, but for the sheer purpose of variety. Like yeah. I'd get bored of using right. stuff yeah. and use it yeah. to right. see how it I felt wanted different. to use everything in the game. I tried it. 
I've yeah, tried yeah. it all. It was like useless though. Combat. Okay, so I want to talk about your climbing thing. I want to talk oh, about. Oh, it. Yeah, please <laughs> okay. do. Okay, because it's bullshit. <laughs> the climbing in this is bullshit, and you know how I know it's bullshit because I played Breath of the Wild. And it that came, came out, out the same year. five minutes later. And Breath of the Wild, you can climb anything, and that made it a super great experience. Aloy is way the fuck better than Link as a hero. Oh, she's a way great better, character. Yeah. Way better character and way more capable and potent. Human, interesting, engaging. Especially when you get that fucking slick sci-fi armor, which I got yes. at the end of the game. It's just chilling. The, the game-breaking game breaks the game. Oh, yeah, my I God. Agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's easy. You telling me she can't climb those fucking mountains except for where there's like engraved, painted handholds? Like hand, like hand. Well, grips? this is. Yeah. I think we're at a point where that's almost like a laugh track on a sitcom. Like, what the fuck are you doing anymore? Right. Yeah. Because even in God of War four, you would be on a sandbar, and there's a two foot hill, and on the <laughs> other side is an item, and you know the game wants you to do an elaborate like path and puzzles to get to it. You're like, but it's right there. <laughs> Let me jump. I can on reach it. out and I'm just a, grab that. I'm literally a god. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Right. Step over this rock wall. <laughs> I could shove on? this building over to it and walk <laughs> on that building. I to could get say, it. "Boy, fetch that!" Right, and I, he'd be back lickety split. I could hurl him at it <laughs> and then retract him to me like a boomerang. Right, with the you know? chain. Yeah, why not? You know, I, I don't yeah. think there was child abuse uh, laws in that time. So yeah, I'm certain there weren't. Just looking at how that game throw your kid, out. you say bite onto that power up. You wrap your chain <laughs> yeah. around his ankle and yank him back. Yeah, it's I like the, the leashes that they have now. Yeah, uh, I just think that I I know they're not going to do this, but they need to think of Aloy as being every bit as capable as Link, as any Grand Theft Auto character, Snake and GTA Five. Th- I needs, guess yes, Big Boss. that's a great one. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, nerds. Big Boss. Shalashaska. <laughs> Uh, Shalashaska. That's Ocelot. I know. Revolver. Shalashaska. They all deserve one fucking name. That's how dumb it is. Shalashaska. Adamska. Wait, what was. I always forget. The, the Revolster? No, what's the. <laughs> what's the name of the final boss in five? It's terrible. Sahalanthropus. Oh, no, no, no. The Mac. Oh, Sahalanthropus. Sahalanthropus. Yeah. Yeah, we, we laughed for an entire day after that. We recorded that episode and then, like. One whole day of laughter. Yeah. Gabba like, Gabba, hey, here's our new guest, the Sahalanthropus. <laughs> like, it's a children's show. It's Nobody children's would call bullshit. it that. They yeah. also wouldn't call it Metal Gear. They'd call it Death Robot or something They'd that makes sense. They'd call it the pussy. If you call it Sahalanthropus, you think a bunch of jarheads fighting and aren't going to call it the big pussy sure. in honor of Sopranos. That seems like what they would say. Ryan needs to talk more. <laughs> well, he can't when we're putting this shit out in the world. That's true. <laughs> okay, how do you feel about Aloy climbing or the... Aptly named Sahelanthropus. Yeah, either one. I've either never one. played Metal Gear, so I, you guys are just doing a little yes. bit for me, which is fun. But <laughs> the the climbing sucks. I hate I hate uh, any any games that have uh, forced navigational stuff like that, where you're not playing, you're not doing anything, you're not making any decisions at all. You're just scanning for the next yellow dot and jumping. Like, right? You're not doing anything. I, Does I, that go I really back all the way like to that. games before open world games, or did open world games ruin those old games? You know what I'm getting at? I I don't know. I, you know, because Mario is fully guided, but um, we don't. I think hold it to the same. No, standard. but it's not in the same because 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 you you're at least 
in control of his body through that the entire okay. process of playing as Mario. You're not just sat in one spot and then it's like press A and you will hop over to this exact sure. other thing. That's true. With that's no the possibility of failure or any kind of like you're not you're not actually doing anything. That's, that's a good key. that's a good point. You can't fall while climbing. Right. Yeah. Not in really. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, that's what makes it feel pointless. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that is what it is. It's that you you lose your capability and your control of the character to execute this other whole game loop that you But that involves risk, I think, is right like Ryan's right that like there's no stakes. That's the thing. Right. There's, right. It's not. It's like it's the same as a quick time event, except you yeah. can't it even that. fail the. It's like if the quick time event was just like it just sat on the screen until you pressed the button. I mean, there's some there are some of these situations, like for instance in God of War, where they do make the jump puzzle have the consequence of having to do it over Dying if you restart. fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. But that makes me angrier, not happier. <laughs> I'm not really? like, now this is fun. No, I do like that I die if the restart is easy and there's not a long load screen. It's I better like, than nothing. Yeah, it's better than nothing. But also don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know? I would say give me um, a stamina bar and right. let, let me figure out how to get to the top. And if I don't figure it out, I right. die. So you know? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is yeah, the best climbing exactly system right. in any game. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, now it's... now. Why not copy it? You're dumb. Just if you take don't copy it. Yeah, it. just take yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I mean, it starts to mean like I don't believe this sci-fi world because she can't climb up a five-foot rock. Yeah. Do you guys Come ever on. play? I can't even remember the title, which is terrible. But someone in the comments hopefully will plug it. Uh, there was a. It predates Breath of the Wild. There's a black and white indie game. It was 3D CG. You were post-apocalyptic zombie world, but all the zombies are also dead. And the only mechanic, basically, was this climbing system. So someone stumbled upon it before Breath of the Wild. Mm. Like, all you did was climb from this side of the bridge to the other side of the ruined bridge and mark when your stamina's going to run out and, like, okay. take breaks That's and then keep climbing. Yeah. Sure. I, I, I want to get a little bit closer to what is good about the game. You're right. That was a stupid tangent. It's not that. <laughs> no, I just, it was. I, it was. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Well, no, you make a good point just in the... In, <laughs> In that that could make an entire game. You could play a whole game that's just climbing mechanic with a stamina bar because the, it's a puzzle. Yeah. Like the, it was, there were a series possible. of puzzles, right? Yeah. And I think that was a high point of Breath of the Wild. But I do think... <laughs> Still let over that sim. Well, I also want to ask... Sim really made my day. Do you guys... Are there any good quick time events? Or does it always feel... And this was a, what I was getting at earlier with the narrative and gaming question. Yeah. Because this is... I'm ashamed to admit, but like as a fan of video games... My darkest moment of doubt is always, can this medium ever be a truly distinct medium? Because interactivity is distinct and unique and something interesting about this medium as an artistic expression. But how do you advance narrative without relying on media we already have? So like, I mean, VR is the place where I it will get more, it will answer more clearly the question you're asking, mm -hmm. where narrative will be something closer to how we experience life. narrative in life. Yeah. But I don't know that I want to do that for fun. Or at least I haven't seen the version of it that I want. Because without for fun. narrative guidance, isn't it fucking tedious? Like, is there any well, way to make the it problem. not tedious? That's why, like, yeah. for like instance, life. They, make, <laughs> they, make a, they make a lot of movies or videos now that are called 360 videos, right? Yeah. Where, like, you know, you can, you can put on a VR helmet and, like, you experience this thing. But guess what it is? It's a roller coaster. It's always it's a roller track. coaster because yeah. it has right. to be because they're not just going to build here's an entire universe for you to maybe discover our plot. <laughs> Something fun in <laughs> You know what I mean? But maybe like, not. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to be like that fucking cat's leash in Men in Black. You know, like that's not going to happen. You need to like, 
have an experience. Yeah. To be obvious. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, every every bit of media is you're led through it, right? Like, right. so why do games? Why would games not be that way? Like. You know. Of course. Well, I guess film relies on music, obviously. It doesn't have to. There are films without score. But I, come, I just come from like the really analytical school of thinking about media in like these dry ways of like, well, music involves time but not space. Uh, visual art involves space but not time. Film right. involves time and space. So video games should be something completely different. But what is there that's not taken already? Or there... And my short version of that question is... Are there any satisfying quick time events in gaming? I would argue, or does it always feel like, what am I doing? This is just a movie with buttons now. I would argue that video games need to be more, not different. They need to be additional to those other mediums. Sure, because like those other mediums are how we experience narrative in life. Anyway, like for instance, in life, the way that I experience narrative is a thing I read in a book or a thing a person says to my face or like an right. act, you know what I mean? So, like, whereas me, books. I just see enemies everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and I take out my bow and yeah. I sling them in the eye. Uh, no, I, I, you know what I mean? So, like, movies and books are just recreating pieces of that for me, and video games are recreating the experience of going to get those narrative pieces for me. You it's know, just like, interesting that, I guess, so yeah, so like poetry and prose and journalism all cre- recreate life using this code we've all agreed upon that we just call language. Awesome web comics, like three-word phrase, uh-huh. recreated in this code that's a whole spectrum that we call visual representative art versus abstract, I guess, would be at the far end of the spectrum where you can't tell what it is. And then, so I feel like what space do video games have to occupy? But I guess your, your answer gives me comfort, which is that nothing, unlike paintings, unlike sculpture, unlike poetry, video games are actually trying to mimic what it's like to live your life. Well, that's the thing is like... Which is, well, if that's the standard, we're still way far from that being like believable. Imagine that, imagine you had a, a really great experience at a museum. Right? Okay. You're going to go to a museum and it's going to be great. I cannot imagine. Fair enough. <laughs> try, though. Uh, oh, I love them. <laughs> you should have seen them try. It was beautiful. Uh, so, to get to a museum, you drive there, you get out of your car, you walk into the museum, you pay the thing, and then you go look at whatever it is. Let's say it's, let's say it's paintings. So, the painting is the thing you're going to remember. Right? The painting is where you're going to have the experience that's like, that was a good experience in a museum. Uh-huh. A video game is not going to create the painting. A video game is going to create the car ride and the walk to the and painting. The whole museum. And the looking at the painting. <laughs> yeah. And those pieces are not the thing that you would get narrative meaning out of usually in life. So the fact that you're doing that work in video games Ooh. means that they have... They have to find a way to make the car ride and the walking to the museum also meaningful to you're, answer your question. But you're making me imagine a video game that radically omits time the way film does. Mm-hmm. Like any time in GTA, you have to mm-hmm. do anything tedious. It just cuts to the interesting thing. And <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that game. Like, I would love I to see love what to that means. That. What yeah. does it mean? Yeah. Do I connect to the actions I'm doing or is it like... A fucking was schizophrenic nightmare. Why was this only eight hours long? I right. paid $60. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's really it. Is like video games are trying to find a way to make the walk to the museum interesting. 
You know, they're also trying to deliver the painting, yeah. but the walk there has to also mean it's something. Usually, that someone calls you on your beeper and explains part of the plot while you're walking. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you that's know, what we've settled on. Instead as a of culture. a walk on a walkway, <laughs> it's in space or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. and there's shit shooting at you. Dead space is so good. Have you played Dead Space, man? I have not. It's a fucking it's great excellent. Game. Very fun. I've Especially, I would things. think for someone who likes a challenge, and it's not that even that it's that intensely challenging, but it cultivates an atmosphere of dread where the whole time you're like. I'm gonna fucking die. If I go around this corner, I'm gonna fucking die again. And it sounds great. It will be ugly when it happens too. Like yeah. I won't die in a chill way. I've it's gonna some, be a bummer. I've seen yeah. some very miserable looking cutscenes from that game. Yeah, one involving an eyeball. I seem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They'll rip your eye out. Yeah. They'll rip that shit right but out. But then they have the part where you sit behind a Star Wars style laser turret and shoot at asteroids for about 25 minutes. It feels like <laughs> I hated that. And level they try to so make that much. interesting. That's that's what we're talking I fucking about. Fucking hated that level. That level yeah. made me angry. I guess I like the idea of indie gaming expanding, and I like the idea of short games, and games that are cheap so they can afford to be short, because I'm, lear- I'm coming to realize that loops are important, yeah. but a lot of 80-hour games <clears throat> could be 40 hours. Oh, In the same way, sure. I think a Scorsese movie could always be half an hour shorter. True. <laughs> and it wouldn't hurt it at all. It would be fine. <laughs> Do you, when you guys play yeah. games, I know we've brought this up on the podcast before, but like... Is that the only thing you're doing when you're playing what this video mean? game? Is Story that the only, or killing no, time? The only thing that you're doing when you're playing this video game is paying attention to the video game? Is that the only way, thing you're doing at the same time? Uh, I don't usually cut my attention from, from a game if I'm playing. So like, you're not listening to music? Are you talking music? about like, like kind of music or like looking at your phone? No, I actually don't. I, okay. I usually just immerse myself right in it. Okay, what yeah. about you? As opposed to every other piece of media on Earth, which I always have something else going on. <laughs> now that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I would much... I wish I could say what Ryan said, but I'm going to be honest. I'm watching uh, King of the Hill or Simpsons on a loop at the same time always. Right. What does that are mean? You absorbing what it? are you accusing me of? No, I mean, the reason I'm bringing it up is that like... Um, because that also tells you what part, like what you're enjoying and what you're not enjoying. But I'm like about a, an experience, and it's true. So what like if you have music is, on, the music of the game isn't quite. Or you are hoping to supplement the experience of playing the game with either comfort food or, in my or case. feelings yeah. that you like from this music. Like for instance, when I play Destiny, I'm blasting podcasts all the time. Yeah, me too. You know why? Because do I don't care about the story of Destiny. I don't care. So and it's the, just the game. But you like do you care. Loop. You've cared at other times. You mean you don't care about the minute-by-minute minute experience of absorbing mm-hmm. it. After I've played it once, well, I don't care. Well, you pointed out that, and I'm trying to back up Destiny here. Sure. It's surprisingly deep if you look into it, if you do Totally, care. and I have done that. Oh, but I've done, but I so play, now you can listen to podcasts. <laughs> right, and, and I really like that. You know, And video games are do kind of offer that possibility. A lot of these open-world games where it's like, hey, man. It's you don't need to tune in that much. I like, wouldn't just read a book the car and or watch the a movie or... Li- yeah, I wouldn't split my attention in almost any other media. You oh, got really? me. That's interesting. Yeah, I've... I wouldn't watch two movies at once. That makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know how you no, could. No, but I'll, I'll watch a movie and look at my phone. Or I'll, like, you know, if I put something on on my laptop or whatever, I'll, I'll dick around doing some other thing. Are you really Any, watching the movies? movies you've seen before or new I'm movies? I'm not watching it as intently as I could. Like, I, but I've including been new movies you want to see, like that you're excited to see? Sometimes. Some, sometimes. If, if I, if I've, I mean, it might just be that I'm so used to having my fucking phone in my hand. I think hand, we but all like, are, but yeah. Yeah, I'll find myself just getting slightly bored and I'll look at something else and mm. I feel bad about it. I mm. shouldn't That's do that. That's what I was going to say, follow up. Do you, re- 
Yeah. Regret the amount you absorbed from the movie afterward. Are you like, yeah. I should have been focusing more? I was doing it last night. I watched the new Better Call Saul episode and I Ooh, and, and like a, a tiny it's lull a happened show. and I was looking at my phone. I was like, what am I doing? And I then, like, but that show just, defies you to do that too because it is a lot of lulls. Intentionally right. so. Yeah. So I'm making myself out to be an idiot, like a, a dullard here, no. but like that's... No. I, and I, we'll back you up on that. Yeah, please <laughs> no. do. I feel no, bad about it. But, but I like, wonder, do you yeah. feel bad because society tells you that you're an alien who's isolated from humans if you look at your phone? Because I think we all have that complex in our heads to a degree. Or do you legitimately go like, dang, I missed valuable yeah. material? No, I think it's more, okay. I, I'm missing out on like the artistry of a TV show that's really good. And I'm not, I'm not giving it its due by right. looking away from it. Well, and that tells me that the the floor for what keeps me interested is higher than it used to be. Mm. Maybe mm-hmm. that's because of phones. Yeah. Um, aging and, too, I think. Yeah, aging, but also <laughs> open world games. I've seen games, TV before. I that's, can but, look it, away. but it's true, dude. Like, I know people are just a few years younger than me who think Mandy's so fucking great. <laughs> and I watched it. I'm like, it's so transparently. Like, I'm so glad there's this renaissance of black American and female voices bringing us new shit I haven't seen. Sure. And not to, like, slam all white creations, but Mandy and The Revenant and Drive and Keanu and John Wick, I'm like, this is such well-executed versions of a story I've seen a fucking million times. They kill his wife, so he kills everyone who killed his wife. I fucking get it. Like, I need something to think about Sure. Well, this is all unfolding before me. Those, those are the wrong kind of movie for you to watch anyway. Like, I don't watch those uh, movies because they're not interesting to no me. But Mandy, the trailer literally had quotes like, changes the nature of storytelling. <laughs> and you can understand how that appeals to me as a structuralist who understands the nature of storytelling. And it does not. Okay. It has new kinds of shots you've never seen about a guy whose wife gets killed in front of him so he gets revenge on everyone. <laughs> yeah. But that's all it fucking is. Fair yeah. Spoiler that's, alert. No, no, that's fine. Set dressing and not storytelling. <laughs> yeah. I just want to finish the thought I was saying. Which I'm, I don't okay. know no, why no, I fine. went off you're on fine. You're fine. It's okay. It's because I saw it last night. See, this is all about that coquettish look. He's like trying to get it now. He's trying to earn that shit. <laughs> uh, RPGs are a dangerous genre for games to make and keep your attention. Get out of the house because, now. <laughs> no, no, because like because they every single storyline is uh, an offer to the store to the to the gamer that like are you interested enough in this to see it all the way through? And we're gonna have to give you a variety of story, otherwise there's no point in having this side quest. Mm-hmm. And that means every like every RPG is kind of a risky game. You know, yeah. because like, you, is this interesting enough for me to put a hundred hours into it? And I can't play Horizon Zero Dawn and podcast. You know why I can't do that? Because I got to read all this fucking dialogue <laughs> and listen right. to these people talk, or I don't care. Yeah. And then I'm not getting, I'm not really enjoying this game. Do you think Final Fantasy 15 was risky? I hated that game. But was it risky financially for them to? Make? I do think no, there's a because sequel it's, effect where. It's, They're going to get their money back. Yeah, that, that's a brand that will earn yeah. whatever they spend on it. But I didn't think it I was guess good. You, you mean first installments, though. That makes. I mean, yeah. generally, any RPG that isn't going to sell for sure. There's also you know? so many open world games that are hybrid RPGs now, though. The right. line, I think, is becoming really blurred. Mm-hmm. RPG used to mean the fighting will be a series of spreadsheets that you select <laughs> items from. It used to be Dungeons and & Dragons, and it's not And then anymore. Deus Ex yeah. came along and were like, RPG can mean any game where you invest points to upgrade your shit. Yeah. 
That's okay. Which is everything I love now. that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, that's okay. I don't mind that. I think we took the best part of RPGs and melded it into all the other games. Let me, let me uh, can I, do you mind if I change the subject slightly? Well, yeah, we got to hit our final okay. checkpoint soon, so I that's think. That's fine. This is the last. I think that Horizon Zero Dawn is one of those rare games where they really need to take the, uh, like, to take all their structures off in terms of what kinds of weapons you could make. They need to allow you to use all the garbage in the most creative ways you can to create any kind of weapon you can imagine. Sure. Garbage that gun. Would be, garbage bomb. Well, why not? Everything everybody wears is fucking garbage. Well, and then it's more problem solving <laughs> yes. and, less, and less just pushing through with the same two things you do the whole game, right? Everyone's going to be like, no, the arrows are so fun. They are fun, but like, and sure, they can have that as a baseline, but like, I want to see some fool design the Mario Maker of fucking Horizon Zero Dawn guns and I stuff. Guess, I want to see that. I don't need to see 32 arrows that all do roughly the same thing I agree. with different elemental I effects. Agree. Yeah. They should cause different things to happen. I agree. That's yeah. like, people, game designers, have you not learned that yet? If you add like a different kind of ammo, it should affect the enemy in a different well, the, way. I, That's the yeah. fun of it. I felt frustrated by that. I, 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 it did feel like a surprisingly shallow experience for what I... I I feel like I saw clips of people playing it and doing like surprising, interesting things. But when I played through it, those moments were more rare than I wish they were. Yeah, uh, it's I mostly guess that's hack it. and slash and get through. Yeah, it. yeah. It, yeah. It's mostly like super cool, explodes a dinosaur, and you're a badass, brave inspired. I did you know, love female that warrior, and it was armor. cool. Yeah, it was cool. That was there was probably a good hour and a half of like, wow, what a cool murder I just made. Is this a better game if it's not open world? I think it should have been not open world, Ooh, or I think they it should is. go for it and yeah. make it an open world. Right? Yeah. Right. Like really expand it and have yes. it something you can. Well, I was going to yes. talk about. I could see either way. As an ex- open world, it's also there was a thing that I noticed playing through, which is that when you get the map early in the game, the map shows you where everything mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Everything, all the cauldrons, all the yeah. interesting points yep. of note. So it's like. I don't. I didn't have to explore anything. I just Correct. and you can fast travel. Mm-hmm. So anytime it was like, oh, I need this thing from this cauldron. Okay, this is the closest thing to that cauldron. I'll go there and then I'll walk ten feet, walk in and then kill the enemies. But like, and and the the fun I had was killing the enemies and Agreed. less the world building because you didn't have to actually interact with any of it. It didn't really matter. I also think the environments mm. didn't have memorable spaces. So like. When you travel to a place, like sure, some of them the are red snow, grass some of them fields, are, uh, stick in my mind. But you know but what? They, they never don't affect have, you. They don't have uh, like a set piece, like you know the a ruin the, or something. yeah, Statue yeah. of Liberty in Grand Theft Auto, right. or like or fucking any place. Oh yeah, in, uh, in Fallout or in upon, like right Wrigley Field, but it's all over. Yeah, they don't have. They didn't cool. have that. Yeah, right. and like, well, yeah. you spent a fuckload of money making a really cool place and didn't make anything cool in it. And I will say, in, you know? at least in like the sci-fi novel world, that's the fun, is having a wizard, a thief, and a, right. a barbarian sure. in the overgrown subway tunnels of <laughs> New York. But they don't know it's that, but you know it's that. Or even just like, <laughs> like again, I'm sorry to keep doing this, but in Breath of the Wild, every place you go to has a distinct like landmark or something that's like, this is that lake. This is where that one temple is. This is where that weird statue with the broken arms is. You know what I mean? Like, they're just things that are signifiers. All right, passing our final checkpoint now. (laughs) But wait, do you remember any space 
in Horizon Zero Dawn? Like, do you remember any of the spaces, what they look like or what? Like The towns, I mean, have like certain yeah. characteristics to them, but there was, there, oh, the, the spire where you climb up yes, was that's interesting. The one. Where you get all the information and you learn yep. everything. Agreed. I was like, this is interesting, even though a lot of it is climbing, but it was very unique and it was like a, a, a singular experience in that game that, I, yeah, that you don't mm-hmm. have otherwise because it's a lot of planes and a lot of yeah. vistas. Weirdly and very unique and yet you climb an almost identical spire in Destiny at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's true. I, I mean, but every game, like there's a bunch of games like that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. You have the side. I don't fault it you have the me. horizontal level so you gotta go vertical for one level. Yeah. Always yeah. a fun I was, or, or like another thing they could have done is just have elemental stuff happen in different areas and I don't even think there's any of that. Like I think maybe Aloy like shivers if it's cold but it's like yeah. you don't have to solve any new problem. Like I guess I keep talking about puzzles, but like maybe That's I just love you puzzles. Like better, yeah. But Her- like you don't have to make any decisions when you go where if it's cold, you don't have to wear heavy clothes. If it's Although hot, her, you don't have to do Her menstruation cycle is linked to the moon in real time, which I think is <laughs> <Okay>. awesome. <laughs> uh, I was just trying to derail things so we can pass our final checkpoint because it's about that time. Uh, but I think I don't want an answer to this, but I'm going to send, send this question home with our listeners. Are video games one of the only media? besides some fringe films, where boredom is an important building block. And I don't like boredom in the sense of travel. Because I don't know that any other medium is like, yeah, but it would lose something if you didn't walk from here to there. Even in life, I would omit that if I could. <laughs> well, we made that argument for Grand Theft Auto in particular. Yeah, but you argued you against me, it. so it's not resolved yet. No, until no. you agree with me, or we're both dead. <laughs> there, there's going to be no he- Hegelian dialectic here, my friend. Yeah. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can you uh, go ahead and intro this segment, Adam? Sure. This is Keeper Delete, where we decide whether this game belongs on the celestial hard drive that encapsulates the best games. Yes. We haven't put a number on that. We don't know if aliens are going to find it, but, but we've got to yeah. save it anyway. In case they play it. In case they play it. Is, am I the first to I don't say? Know. Why not? Let him do sure. it. Let him do it. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you do it. I feel kind of bad because I feel like we've been ragging on the game largely through this conversation, but I like the game. I, I had a fun time playing it. I thought the story was interesting enough that I played through the entire thing. Like, it's different enough from other games that I was engaged with it. The, the it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I think I just wish it was a tighter experience. But yeah, I would keep. I would absolutely keep it. I I I really did enjoy it. Delete. <laughs> Not with extreme prejudice, but only because of what we said earlier. I like to keep like the standout one of a franchise, and I'm banking on it was successful enough financially. I think there will be a number two, and I think number two will be better than number one. So I'm banking on keeping number two, and if I'm wrong, I'll regret this decision. But <laughs> you delete know what? for now. I said that this is one of the it'd be one of the best games of the year, any that other year. year. Uh huh. And. As we've talked, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, this game has so much potential that I don't feel good about keeping it because it didn't realize it. And also, I still believe the story is finished. I still believe that, that V2 is not going to be interesting to There's me. more story in the sense that the bad guy's not beaten yet, but there's not going to be another twist on the magnitude K- kinda of the shrug. twist. You played yeah. the DLC, though, right? Yeah. Which is a different bad guy. It is. It doesn't resolve. So, like, number two is obviously still coming. Right. Because right. the end of Lieutenant Daniel's betrayal so you didn't find is that, still coming. You didn't find the new bad guy satisfying enough to be like, like, could that have held up a new version of the It's game? like Adam said where it's a thing that fits in the world as if Batman were fighting a new villain. Right. But I guess when I get a big sci-fi offer, I am in it for the twist. And I think the idea that you're genetically descended from so-and-so, and and this is why, and that a marriage of like, this is how the newly primitive people view it in a mythological way. But if you're barely smart, (laughs) you can figure out this is code for genetic manipulation. This is code for weather control. This is what actually happened. All that magic is not continued because... And I didn't realize this, but Adam made me realize it in the last hour. What else are you going to add? That's like, the thing. The right. twist it, is it the twist, and away. it's revealed now. That's my concern. That is, is that, sad. Like, <laughs> if, if I knew there wasn't going to be Horizon Zero Dawn, I would keep this game. Like a two. If, yeah. if I knew there yeah. wasn't going to be a two, I would keep it. Yeah. Because it's like, this is a great game. But I know there is going to be one. I, and I've realized over the course of this hour, oh, I kind of want a much bigger or different experience out of this premise. Right. But I'm also concerned that they can't there isn't any more narrative story. that I care yeah. about. I, you know, yeah. at least I don't know how there could be. Someone can always come in and write a new narrative in sure. the world from scratch that you become re-engaged well, in. Or maybe there's an Empire Strikes Back of this. But I don't like, think there's any more. It deepens a lot. Yeah, there's no know. more punchlines It's going to gonna go. be a much smaller overall concept that, yeah, that you can have be. to. How can it be? And me still That's care the I same. That's what I would want, though. 
Yeah. Well, I almost wish the first game was just quite a lot smaller now that I'm thinking about yep. it. I think I wish they told about a fifth of that story. Yep. And now, and you, I can't remember exactly what you said, but it made me think like less information, like more just uh, uh, environmental storytelling yeah. would have made this game so much more engaging mm-hmm. to me personally. Like not, I wish I'd ended that game and not known what happened. Not been told what happened. They blew their whole wad narratively here. The, the twist yeah. could have come at the end of two or in the middle of three, frankly. Which, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and there's a part of me that's like, I want to applaud this game for being willing to spool out their story. And maybe we're just short-sighted and like these these writers are like, They've got two more beats. The, I got a Hades on a Hades. I got a Inception-level Hades. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'll be there to keep that game. I'll keep the <laughs> shit out of that game. This one gets deleted. Oh, shit. So it's two to one. All right. But Ryan plays on hard, so his vote counts double. So that's a tie. <laughs> no one has been one yeah. up. I really hope that I really hope the designers of this game for two just just hit a home run. That would make me yeah. so happy because yeah. oh, I'm rooting for Thrilled. this game yeah. big time. I'm rooting for it. And Aloy is a great pro tag. My favorite in ever for I mean, like a new high. for a new open world game. Yeah, very high, very high yeah. on the protagonist list. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. yeah. All righty, that's it for One Upsmanship. Thank you so much for joining us, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Sorry uh, I scrambled so hard at no, the, you're fine. in the intro. Sorry we, we steamrolled the shit out of our guests. <laughs> Try telling, uh, or please tell, I beg you to tell our listeners where they can find out more about you, more about your work, and what you're up to right now. Uh, you can go read my webcomic that I haven't updated in four years at threewordphrase.com. Still hundreds of funny comics there. Uh-huh, good. that's true. Uh, and then um, the show I'm working on right now is called Infinity Train. It's out in 2019, and <gasps> cool. I think it's going to mess people up. Is that also a Cartoon Network joint? It is a Cartoon Network joint. Yes. Great. That's so cool. My good friend Owen Dennis is and the And I don't think... You rose to the compliment bait I dropped at the beginning of the episode, so I will say that today I learned from Ryan that storyboarding a show, in some cases, we can't speak for all workflows, basically means you write it. So if you look up Ryan, I think a lot of people who are fans like me thought, oh, good for him, he got a storyboarding job. I bet that pays the bills. I can't wait when he gets back to writing. No, the regular show is awesome, and it's awesome in part because Ryan is is writing it with his storyboard. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad your talents are being like fully exercised. I was worried that you were storyboarding other people's writing. I'm very pleased. Uh, thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that's that. all. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's no it's graceful great response to a compliment of that it's, magnitude. It's, it's hard to take compliments. It's pretty yeah. tough. Yeah. Just can I? I just want one more last thing. I know Please. we're. I know we're at the end. But like, was there fuck ever, you personally. Was there, <laughs> was there ever an outfit based on robot shit in this game that you thought was cool? Was there ever one outfit? No, you're they're, like, all, cool they're outfit. all silly. They're all fucking stupid. Except the final shimmery game-breaking one. Yeah. That looks cool. That Which is also visually distracting and annoying, though. It <laughs> is. The shimmering bothered me. But it's me a beautiful effect in yeah. and of itself. I also... Fallout has this problem the worst. I, I beg Fallout to, at some point, transcend. I want to upgrade my armor piece by piece over time, but does it have to all look like fucking dog shit? Yeah. Like, any combination looks bad. Yeah, does it have to be, like, retro-futuristic clown? <laughs> yeah. Slapped together, like, ropes. Mad Libs yeah. sci-fi. It really yeah. is. It's like the Mad Libs <laughs> of robot tribalism. Yep. Like, that's what this is. Mad Max, Mad Libs Road. All right. Uh, the AC kicked off, making me just realize for the first time that it's been on. 
So sorry Love if you've that. been hearing the pleasurable room we've been <laughs> broadcasting this in. Peace out. Adios. Work complete. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.